Hello, 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 and welcome to the final episode of Culture Conversations of the Fall 2018 semester. As always, I'm your host, Miranda Manier, multimedia reporter with the Columbia Chronicle, and I'm here today with... Micah Thurston, I'm the advertising manager of the Chronicle. And I'm Mike Rundle, I'm a staff photographer. Not only is it our last episode of the semester, but it is also a holiday-themed episode. Woo! Woo! It's taking all of my might not to talk about thank you next, but it's not <laughs> on theme, so we're not going to talk about it. Um, but no, we're going we're gonna to stay on brand today. Um, for the first time, we aren't all accidentally connecting what we're talking about. True. It's actually on purpose this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will return to our, our traditional cycle so you guys don't have to get thrown off um so i have something i want to talk about i would like to talk about romantic christmas movies specifically hallmark movies yes because i am so curious about them as a phenomenon i don't i don't understand why like christmas in particular seems to elicit like all of these like Walking in the snow, like cute. that's like when everybody wants to be in love around Christmas. Cuffin season. I guess so. <laughs> I really, and I wonder what it is. And I was looking at there was a article written by Vox called Hallmark Christmas Movies Explained, um, and it says that while Hallmark routinely places in the top twenty and even the top ten among cable networks in its key demographics, women twenty five to fifty four and women eighteen to forty nine. It immediately vaults into first place in November, which is crazy. It said they made, let me get these numbers right, um, it's two networks made 33 original Christmas movies in 2017, and more than 80 million people watched them. Holy cow. Yeah. So this is like a very real thing. People really love watching mostly straight white people fall in love (laughs) surrounded by snow. (laughs) Yeah, accurate statement. And I'm so curious about it. Can I just say that that demographic was like huge 18 to 49 49 (laughs) yeah it's it's just all women (laughs) wow literally everyone yeah so what do you guys think why do people eat this stuff up so much um like i said before cuffing season (laughs) and i mean it's a basic marketing and advertising tactic i used to be an advertising major so (laughs) let me just put that in but uh they're selling the idea to people that the holidays i mean we did write a editorial about this a little bit that the holidays isn't happy for everybody despite the fact that we sell it as that and i I think they're specifically marketing to people who aren't happy during the holidays so they find that happiness through watching these sappy holly jolly movies um they curl up on i mean the stereotype is that they curl up on their couch with their cat and some popcorn and a nice knitted blanket um and obviously that's the truth and i don't see any problem with it i actually can't name a single hallmark Christmas movie, like literally, what does that even yeah. mean? I feel like they're um, all the same names, though. Yeah, yeah, right. It's probably like love in like, snowy yeah. Savannah or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Santa baby. Yeah, and like all of the various like prequels yeah. and sequels. To yeah, that. Hallmark. I mean, honestly, Hallmark is pretty much the Wattpad of oh filmmaking. <laughs> they're terrible, but everybody loves them. It's so true because they're so formulaic. I think that's mm. another part of it. And, like, your insight is really, that's smart. I, I've never thought about that. But it is, like, people are feeling lonely around the holidays, and, mm-hmm. like, it's it's kind of preying on them. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it's, like, I don't know. 
I I think there is an element of it being like a hopeful thing, you know, like the holidays are a time when you're like wishing for things and you yeah. have a list of desires and like mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's sort of a wish fulfillment thing. Like mm-hmm. this could happen to anyone. <laughs> Living vicariously through Hallmark. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I haven't seen many Hallmark movies, but I did see like all of the ABC Family Christmas yeah. romantic comedies. It's kind of like hmm. the same thing. Also, yeah. Netflix is getting into that now. It's true. Yeah. So like, can you guys name some? Because I know I know these, but like I can't think of any. Right now, okay. there was one that I just watched. Was it the Christmas Chronicles? Yeah, the Christmas <laughs> you Chronicles. That? I did watch I keep that. seeing yes. that highlighted Me on Netflix. Yes. I'm like, why is this little girl vlogging about Christmas? <laughs> yes. Wait, is that the plot? So okay, so he is like, I was at a party watching it, and it was like, the volume was turned down. So like, but I you don't, were clearly very engaged. I was very engaged because like with a minimal volume, it was very interesting to to look at. That's for sure. I didn't really follow it that well because yeah. I wasn't listening, but I mean, obviously, it all turns out happy in the See, end. But. Yeah. That well, almost goes against the thought that I was going to say earlier and then forgot, <laughs> which is that <laughs> I think that something that people like about those movies is that they are so formulaic and, like, you know what's going to happen and they're always going to end yeah. up together and they're going to be mean, in love. Yeah, I mean, the general arc was the same. Like, yeah. oh, like, Santa <laughs> crashes a sleigh. Like, oh, these kids save him and then, like, oh, bad things happen and then, oh, Christmas is saved. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. So but. is there love in that movie? Is there, like, between... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Fortunately, fortunately, there is not. But <laughs> there's like this whole thing where like the mom doesn't like approve of the whatever the kids are doing. So at the end, there's like this big happy reunion. Okay, all right. So still same basic yeah, get still together kind of happy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. Definitely check that one out if you're interested in Hallmark yeah, style Christmas movies. There's also a Christmas Prince, which came out last <laughs> year and got so much publicity for being genuinely the worst movie ever. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's another Netflix Is it an original. animated one? No. Oh. It's horrifically live action. Oh it is so bad. Like, it is honestly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And the acting is terrible. The writing is so bad. It, it like, kind of has the same basic plot as, um... Oh, what's that Anne Hathaway movie... Princess, Princess Diaries? Diaries? <laughs> but it's a prince? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's complicated. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> it's, it has like the same like evil like aunt and uncle who want to steal the throne and like yeah, it's super bizarre. Sounds like Ella Enchanted. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. Wow. But that's See, a great one. All these Hallmark movies are just picking the best parts out of all these other movies. And, and they just, all like, star Anne Hathaway. Yeah, they all star Anne Hathaway. Well, I mean, like, wow. the Fast and Furious one, too, with Christmas Chronicles. Like, Man, I wish Anne just... Hathaway starred in Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we've cracked the secret of Hallmark Christmas movies, guys. Just watch Anne Hathaway's career, and we'll yeah. know. Yeah, we'll know right, what the next continue. popular one is going to be. Yeah. Wow. Well, Micah, what do you want to talk about today? Um, so with holidays comes holiday themed music, specifically Christmas music. I personally don't really like Christmas music or holiday music in general. I've never really been a fan, but this year, um, a lot of people have been debating about the ethics in Christmas or holiday themed music, specifically, um, the, oh gosh, when was it released? It was written in 1944 by Frank Lasser. I don't know how to say his name, but it was featured in the 1949 film Neptune's Daughter, which is what got it so famous, and it won the Oscar for Best Original Song. Wow. Um, but it's called Baby's, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Um, and 
honestly, it's kind of funny because this is this was one of my cr- favorite Christmas songs growing up, <laughs> and I remember specifically listening to it, and I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, but basically, it's under fire this year. T- uh, multiple radio stations have taken steps to ban it from being played um, due to its... Uh, controversial lyrics such as when the male character says no the woman female character says i've got to go away and then she's like oh hey what's in this drink and it's like oh what is in her drink (laughs) um and a lot of people it's a lot of people have been debating it on whether or not this is overly pc or overly dramatic or we shouldn't look into the lyrics that much and just enjoy the holidays while other people such as glenn anderson he's the host of cleveland's wdok uh, radio station they made the move to um ban the song he said i do realize that when the song was written in 1944 it was a different time but now while reading it it seems very manipulative and wrong. The world we live in is extra sensitive now and people get easily offended. But in a world where hashtag me too has finally given women the voice they deserve, the song has no place on our radio station. So what do you guys think? Is this an overly PC move or is it or is Glenn Anderson's take on it accurate? I don't know. I feel like I feel like Glenn's take is accurate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of other Christmas songs you can listen to that... I don't know. I mean, like, I... I, I think I was introduced to the song through Elf. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When wow. she's, he, there's, yeah. she's right. singing it in the yeah, shower. In the yeah. And th- they did that purposefully because it's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, there's this creepy guy listening right. to her shower. So that is hilarious. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So I think that was the first time I really, like, Interesting. heard the song. Um, and every time I hear it now, like, that's what I associate it with. Um, but I don't know. I feel like other Christmas songs you can listen to. Yeah. Like, I think their arguments for not playing it are completely valid, especially, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, with Me Too, like. So it's a war on Christmas. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Miranda? (laughs) I really disagree. I, I, I have definitely heard that criticism of it, and I agreed with it for a while. But then I, I started reading all of these articles that were discussing how, at that time when it came out, women didn't necessarily, like, have sexual agency. It wasn't like they could just say, yeah, I want to just sleep over at this guy's house. Mm-hmm. So her being like, oh, what's in this drink? It was her being coy and being like, oh, this is really strong. Like, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> like, it, it, like, it's actually supposed to be subversive and, like, she is actually trying to express her sexual desire but, like, can't do it outright because it would be mm-hmm. seen as inappropriate. Is so that a fact or was that an argument? That's, I mean... Because, I, I mean, the song was written by a male, so I don't see how he I could put that I, perspective in there. I think he could still have that perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not a fact. It's definitely an argument. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm inclined to agree with that perspective mm-hmm. because... I just don't necessarily believe that a guy would just straight up write a song about drugging a girl. Like, that <laughs> right. seems yeah. a little unlikely to me. Yeah. As sexist as 1940-something would have been, it still seems like that wouldn't just get an Oscar, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, it's in- I don't know. It's, it's interesting, because, like, I had never heard that before. So, like, if... I mean, obviously, we can't really know the intentions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I was not aware of that, so, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's at least interesting. Like, I, I had, because when people started, like, kind of railing against that song several years ago, 
I was inclined to be like, oh, yeah, they're right. Like, this is pretty rapey. <laughs> like, this is not super cool. Yeah. But then I, like, started reading all these arguments for it, and I was like, actually, that, I mean, that sort of does make sense. Like, mm-hmm. a woman would not be able to just be like, I want to mm-hmm. sleep with you, so I'm going to do it. So, like, I don't know. It's it's at least interesting to think about, and I hope that that's what the situation is. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it's like... I really am not leaning one way or the other. I think that we can utilize this song to kind of compare how, I mean, if the case is that he was trying to, you know, get her drunk and sway her Mm -hmm. into staying the night, then obviously we can use that as, like, um, a way to compare the culture of treating women back in the 1940s versus how we treat women now. Obviously, there's still songs that talk about women in this manner. Yeah. Um, so that's very interesting um, that they're not treated on the same level. However, um, the fa- I think the fact that it won an Oscar is why it's, you know, yeah. we're taking steps against it because if you're winning an Oscar, obviously you're making, like, some strides and you're making your making a big impact on our culture. Um, so I think that we can just use it as a tool to like analyze how we treat women and how we talk about women. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that it should be completely ban- banned. It's funny because I was in Subway last night and it was playing on the radio. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so Subway, what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. Not PC culture um, Subway. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I mean, you're right. It's it's at least something for us to, like, reflect on and think about. Yeah. And be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Mike, what do you want to talk about? Well, we're going to continue the theme of Christmas music. Yeah. Despite the fact that Micah said she's not a fan. Sorry, Micah. <laughs> I am. I just, I don't know. I uh, love Christmas music. I feel so. Depends on the song. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about, okay, so Harper's Bazaar has an article out, uh, was released almost a month ago now, um, talking about the 30 best Christmas songs of all time. Ooh. And, of course, there are some classics on here. There are some that, like, I'm not even sure, like, when they were released, who the artist is. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever heard it. I might recognize it if we listen to it, but I'm not sure. Um, but Such as? That, I'm curious. Well, okay, well, let's see. Um Okay, so I know Carol of the Bells. I know that song, but the version mm-hmm. by Destiny's Child. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not aware of that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I don't know. Well, a lot of times too, like you hear the song, but you don't actually know the artist. Like Sleigh Ride, done by the Ronettes. Like I don't like if it, it, that's sleigh like ride. the classic the Sleigh Ronettes. Ride version. Like I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so. I like to talk about this, about Christmas music in general a lot, because in my hometown, one of the radio stations every year goes full Christmas music for, I think, a month or so. Wow. 24 hours until Christmas from, like, the week after Thanksgiving, or, like, the Friday after Thanksgiving. That is a lot of Christmas music. And, I don't know, I enjoy it. I, <laughs> I, I'll stream it, like, in the office. Be like, I'm That's in a Christmas so mood today, so I'm just going to stream all Christmas music for the eight hours I'm here. Wow. Um, so, I don't know, one of my favorite Christmas songs that is on here and has been ranked number one a few times is the John Lennon and Yoko Ono, the happy... Happy Xmas, War is Over. Oh, yeah, sure. I like that song. A lot of people hate it. I feel like it's it's more than just, like, a Christmas song. Let's see, what else we got on here? Um, one that I don't know, Grown Up Christmas List by Amy Grant. Never. I know that one. Do you no? really? Yeah. 
Can you please give us a rendition? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh, it's it, she basically she's singing about like what she really wants for Christmas, like no more wars, no more poverty. Oh. This is my grown-up oh, okay. Christmas list. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it says, right. yeah, that's kind of cool. The description is Grant delivers an eye-opening ballad reminding us that Christmas is about more than material gifts. Jeez. That's so cute. Oh man, what songs did you guys sing for? Did you have Christmas programs? Mm-hmm. What what were some of the songs that you remember singing? I remember the, the Jingle Ball Rock. Oh my gosh, Jingle Ball Rock. I love yeah. that one. Sure. Was there always like that one kid with like the the bells that just like <laughs> got to hit it? Yeah, you know. And everybody wanted to be and him. And he's way exactly. too enthusiastic yeah. about it. Yeah, all, probably offbeat. Um, one that I remember specifically singing was uh, from the the song from the Polar Express. The like. The if you just believe or whatever. Oh, that's cute. That was that was in fifth grade, I believe. Like All of the was... songs from Polar Express make me tear up instantly. I'm tearing up a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> okay, real quick. Polar Express is really not to be too punny, but polarizing. A lot of people hate that movie. Oh my Why? God. I, I saw this the other day. It's beautiful. I, I saw think so this too. It's so heartbreaking. When he can't hear the jingling. It's yeah. so oh my sad. God! He can't see. He can't see Santa. I think Tom Hanks does a great job. Exactly. Tom Hanks is like four roles in yeah. that, and he does a great job. Yeah. Okay. No, I saw that on Twitter the other day, and I almost threw hands. People think it's boring, and I, know, I just that's disagree. Oh, it's so beautiful. I think it's it was like, can we just agree that Polar Express is the most boring Christmas movie ever made? And I was oh like. My like, excuse me. <laughs> like that is a hot take in the worst possible way. I agree. Okay. Like, good. Glad we're I wanted yeah. that to happen so bad. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna stay up on Christmas Eve, listen for that train. It's gonna roll up. I'm gonna hang out with little ASAP Rocky. Oh my god. Oh, that man. poor little girl. I know she's a cartoon character, but she got tore apart for her appearance. Love that movie, though. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, back to music. No, it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. No, this is great. This is a very candid it's, Christmas yeah. conversation. I love it. I feel really passionate about that. Do y'all ever listen to Rock Around the Christmas Tree when you're decorating your Christmas tree? Yeah. No. That's a good one. My grandma doesn't let me decorate with her. She's very Aww. anal. I know. It makes Aww. me very sad. Wow, that <laughs> is she sad. sent me a picture and she's like, the tree's done. I was like, okay. <laughs> Cute. You should just like get your own little Christmas tree. Yeah, I should. And yeah. put it in your, yeah. I will say, I last year I learned that like decorating a tree with someone is like a good test of a relationship. Yeah. Like my boyfriend's family always does like a big, like decorate the tree, bake Christmas cookies day. And me and him and then his brother and some girl were like decorating the tree in pairs and like mm. we handled the stress really well and they did not no. <laughs> like trying to wrap tinsel is hard mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. i've never actually yeah. done that it's I never did tinsel. just do it just to find out it's no yeah true. i remember when we would decorate the tree with my mom when we were kids we would like me and my brother and sister would do one side of the tree and then my mom would do the other one and then like you would step back and all of the ornaments would be in one spot because we were kids and we we wouldn't spread them out properly so then the branches would just be like drooping because it's like i have 80 (laughs) ornaments on me art i admire people who can like really decorate a tree i don't think i can yeah i don't know we have like a like a specific aesthetic for the Christmas tree that oh, like yeah. I start. Well, I guess it's it was my tree. Oh wow! Like in in like my little basement room area. Okay. That like it's like a four foot tall artificial tree and it's like the like the rustic Christmas aesthetic. <laughs> what I'm does like, that mean? I'm like I'm hundred percent into that. I don't know. Like was it made out of copper? Uh, there there is a there is a star on the tree that's like copper, but it's like yeah. like ski lodge. 
Okay, like, all right. I cabins, things like that. <laughs> sure. I don't know what it is about that aesthetic, <laughs> but, like, I'm a huge fan. I totally get that. I think you have to have, like, a Christmas aesthetic. Like, you can do, like... Like, a lot of people go for, like, the all-silver or the gold or, like, the rustic-y. Yes. You just gotta yes. pick one. Yeah. Like, white lights? Yeah. Best yes. lights. Always. Color yeah. lights is, like, okay, look. but it's a little yeah. tacky. My mom used to do blue lights, and it was so beautiful. That's, yeah. They were so really pretty. like that. But yeah. I do like white lights. Same. Silver. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, Christmas music. <laughs> Tune in. What is everyone's favorite Christmas song? Oh, God. Very quickly. I haven't thought about that. Uh, Baby, it's cold outside. No, <laughs> no. It's actually Jingle Bell Rock. Yep. All right. Def- no, or I'm Santa a... Baby. I don't know. Oh, one of those. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, uh, what's the what's the Beach Boys one that's, like, super popular? Uh, uh, hold on. I have to find it. It's the most beautiful time of the year. <laughs> Justin Biebs. <laughs> Classic. Okay, hold on. Truly. Hold on. Miranda, you go while I find this. Uh, mine is definitely the Trans Siberian Orchestra's oh, arrangement yes. of Carol of the Bells. I, <laughs> when it goes like real yeah, it goes, hard. It goes so hard. Like, Mike, have, you, have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. I jam every time. I, we used to get like, it's like floor few or front few row tickets for that like every really? year oh i'm and, so jealous uh, like it was in my hometown and they stopped coming there like <sighs> oh, five years ago and um, i would have lost my mind <laughs> it was it was so cool it's so good i snuck my camera into that one year oh really <laughs> yeah do they and, have like is it like a cool arrangement like visually because i bet yeah. they could do some cool light stuff with that yeah it, the staging yeah. is like insane like they have like the whole like lighting trees and stuff but oh, it like all dope. moves that's like, so like, dope oh it's so cool oh man <laughs> um okay hold on uh i i can't find this i i can't find this anyway beach boys best <laughs> all right, christmas some christmas song i don't know we'll never know i'm sorry no that's all right <laughs> well i just want to give a hearty thank you not only to all of our listeners but to micah and micah for coming in every two weeks with me to talk about some really depressing things <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having us marina <laughs> Signing off. We're the M and M and M's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you've okay. all been waiting for change. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been coming. Everyone asks about it. Um, and as always, of course, thank you to WCRX, Chicago's underground, and we'll see you all next semester. Happy holidays.